Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Thanksgiving week. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hopefully a short week for everybody involved. We do know that there are some businesses that would be open Thursday and Friday, of course. But hopefully you get to enjoy a little bit of holiday fun over the course of the next couple of days. Big J, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. What are you thankful for? That I'm not thankful for football. You're not thankful for <laughs> No. Okay, fantasy football. Uh, you know, I'm thankful for family, man, and friends like you. Oh, isn't like that over nice? Over the weekend, uh, Friday, I think it was Friday? Or was it was a Saturday. It was Saturday. You sent me a text? You sent me a picture? I did. Uh, what was it? Was it Saturday? It must have been Saturday. Uh, of uh, your uh, your code from your Doritos for double XP for Vanguard. Yeah. And and I was like, man, that's nice. Uh, well, you asked me to keep an eye out for it, and I had yeah. it, and so I don't play the game, so I thought, you know what? And uh, before, I-, I believe you'll have another one coming. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, so uh, I don't know when those expire, but I'm, I'm happy to help out. What, now, what does that give you? <laughs> Uh, it gives you uh, double XP on, uh, on, on performing in multiplayer. How long does it last? So, like, the is the code good for like one game uh, or what? No, the, uh, the 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 Doritos ones, and depending on the size and whatnot, you know, usually 15 minutes. Okay. So for 15 minutes, you get double the points on stuff, gotcha. which it, it comes in handy. Sure. Uh, well, hey, listen, it's the least I can do. I don't play the game, so I can't take advantage. I know you do, and you had asked me to keep an eye out. Yeah. So, so when I saw that, I was like, oh, like you. Right, there you go. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. How many points did it give you, or did you not use the code yet? I haven't used the code oh, yet. Oh, look at this. You can use sitting on these codes like some sort of code king. Well, I mean, yeah. Today on the show, we have got ourselves a little bit of fun. We're going to have a bearded badass today. The return of a little thing called the X Double Dare at 730. Your opportunity to win up to $200. We would like that to happen. We are going to get into the fun that is the box office this weekend, and of course, you will also have a chance to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Maybe some tickets to Baroness. That show is tomorrow night at the Olympic venue. We would like you to go. Uh, We've got a show coming up this week as well. Guar is at the Knitting Factory on the 27th. That's a good way to spend your weekend, just covered in Guar juice at the (laughs) Knitting Factory. So we'll give you a chance to do that this week as well. And all sorts of other fun, but let's start with some music on this show. We'll kick things off with some White Zombie. It's Thunder Kiss 65 here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. New survey is out that tells us exactly how addicted we are to our phones, specifically as Americans. And uh, it appears that we are easily the country that is most addicted to their phones in the world. Probably not that off from what reality would be. We appear to be fairly technology reliant here in the United States of America. But uh, it's where we use them that is considered uncouth by a lot of other countries. Number one, uh, most places don't use them at weddings. We tend to uh, on a fairly regular basis, at least constantly anyway. Funerals as well. Uh, we are also the country that uses their uh, devices in the bathroom the most. And then apparently we also sometimes use it after getting it on. Or during. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. that's seen that one too. As long as both parties consent. said they are on their phone while watching TV. That's a lot of people, Big J. That's everybody basically saying that they're on their phone while they watch TV. 
I'm guilty of this sometimes. I'm sure you are as well. Oh, man, I have to stop myself. And I'm like, hey, I need to pay attention to what I'm watching here. Is that why you like going, you don't like watching movies at home too sometimes? You feel like you you have the opportunity oh, to be more direct? Yeah, yeah. 88% sure. say that they use their phone while walking on the sidewalk, even though they know they shouldn't, like walking and talking and walking and texting. 78% say they use these while at a concert, 73% while walking their dog. More dangerously, 42% say they look at the phone while crossing the street, one-third while biking or skating. That seems dangerous. Questionable category, 60% uh, say that they will use their phone at church, which seems crazy. Half have done it at a wedding, 30% at a funeral, 90% say they regularly use the phone while using it on the toilet. I don't do that. My phone doesn't go into the bathroom. I know I, it's crazy how in the minority I am on that, but I am. I mean, I can I can last 20 minutes without being on my phone. Uh, that's when I get my reading done anyway. And 40% say the first thing they do after having sex is check their phone. 33% confess that phone notifications have actually distracted them during sex. I can't say that's the case. You? No, what's uh, how does that happen? Well, you hear your phone going off, sure, and you're you're mid coitus, and so that can uh, distract you from the. The but here's the deal now to the I mean, you know, emergency situations would be like if there's something wrong with your kids or a family member, but you can assign special ringtones for people. Yes. So that, you know, cut down that, I would think. Also true. Uh, I just think it's just general notifications in general. But, I mean, I think, listen, the, the reality of it is we're all using our phones too much. We're all addicted. I think all of us can agree that if you have yourself a smartphone, you probably use it more than you should. The question is, do you want to change? And the answer that I guarantee you most people would give is no. No, I have zero interest in changing how often I use my phone. And uh, until that happens, then it's just going to continue to go up and we're going to continue to use it in crazy and weird situations and it will continue to distract us from doing things we probably should be doing. Senior night on the blue ended up pretty well. Big J, agree or disagree? Yes. Uh, blowout of the New Mexico Lobos. Final score, 37 to nothing. Very, uh, really, the first uh, altogether game the Broncos put together. Great on offense, great on defense, amazing on special teams. It really is the team's first blowout since 2015. Fourth consecutive win of the season. They improved to 7-4, and 4-2. Four, four and two. Big matchup coming up against San Diego State to close out the regular season for the Broncos here next week. Nice football games over the weekend. Probably the biggest surprise, the Texans beating the Tennessee Titans, really handling them from the word go. 22-13, the final score there. Other pretty impressive uh, games, I would have to say the 49ers, 49ers, Big J, handing it to the Jaguars was pretty impressive from them. They were in it from the word go. Uh, Chiefs all over the Cowboys and winning it from defense. I mean, just shutting down the Cowboys offense and Kellen Moore calling the plays. I mean, it was a pretty impressive job by this Chiefs defense. you got to give credit where credit's due. Who were those guys, the Bears, 85? defense i mean they did uh, either they figured something out that nobody else could figure out or they're playing much much better one of the two well they spent the entire time in the cowboys backfield so yeah i mean there was zero protection for ruined my day uh the chargers beat the steelers 41 to 37 in a really fun sunday night football game uh the chargers blew a 17 point lead in the fourth quarter and then ended up coming from behind to win which was pretty impressive to see we've got giants at buccaneers tonight on sun monday night football if you would like to watch that speaking of the box office this weekend ghostbusters afterlife grabbed 40.5 million dollars in its opening weekend i do not know if that's better than they thought worse than they thought or about what they thought uh for it i know it was a huge blockbuster i would think they would want a little bit more of an opening weekend i don't know uh you didn't get a chance to see it did you no 
Uh, Eternals ended up at number two, 10.8 million. Clifford the Big Red Dog, three. King Richard, which is also on HBO Max, opened up at number four. And Dune is at number five at the box office this weekend. So congratulations to Ghostbusters. That is live. I alone here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And I have a reminder for everybody. Sometimes when things seem like they're too good to be true, they probably are. Oh, no. As I am in the midst of a saga, which I, I, I really have nobody to blame but myself. And, and a part of the reason why I'm so frustrated is because I know I know better. But still, I went through with it anyway, all because I was fooled by the internet. So I have been on a search uh, since I moved into a house for a patio set, right? Yes, uh, and, yes. And every set of patio furniture that I've looked at uh, is incredibly expensive, right? Like, it's Always silly expensive. Always has been, man. Yeah, I know. But I, for some reason, I was just like, I don't understand why it's so expensive. So I've never just... I found a lot of things that I've liked, but nothing that I've been able to pull the trigger on, right? And so I continue to look on, like, Marketplace. <laughs> and all these other places. And so, of course, eventually, when you do stuff like this, what's going to pop up in your timeline but opportunities for you to purchase patio furniture, right? And yeah. so I continue to see this kind of stuff. And then, like, like I, I wanted, I mean, it was two months ago now. Something popped up because I was like, maybe when the weather starts to get cold, that's when things will go on sale and I'll wait. But then something popped up on my timeline and I was like, hang on a second. And it was this three-piece patio set, two really big plush rocking chairs and like a uh a, a propane gas featured kind of like table that also has like a fire feature to it you know oh geez. and it's just me and it's really nice fancy ass stuff, yeah man. and it was a three-piece patio set for 60 dollars. and i was like whoa, hang on whoa. a second man and i clicked on it and you click on this thing and it opens up and it shows these things and it shows all these From reviews China. and then it has a little tiny home depot logo on it and i'm like oh damn it's from the home depot so what do i do buy it answer all my information ship it to me baby and i'm like oh man i found a deal i found a crazy ass deal you did it right and then i, I and it, it didn't click on me at the time and it probably should have but the only way you could pay for this was paypal right and I was like, whatever, man. I got a PayPal account. Let's do this. This is $60 for a three-piece set. This is perfect. It's just me. It's all I need anyway. And so then I, I clicked the purchase, and I bought it, and I was like, sweet. Now I wait. And then I look at my bank statement, and uh, sure enough, it, it shows up PayPal. And then, yes, it's all these these Chinese characters. And I'm like, oh, no. What did I do? And then I click the link again, and it all looks very suspicious to me upon the second look, you know? Oh, yeah. It's the second oh. look because you, you don't want to disbelieve what yes. you're seeing. Yes. And I know exactly what you're talking about because I did this just recently, <laughs> and, too. And I'm like, all of the warning signals I completely missed. My eBay purchase. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I was like, what an idiot. And so then I get all these follow-up emails and they're like, your process is through. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, this seems like some sort of phishing thing that I got involved in. And so now I'm checking my bank account every day, right? But they did send me, to their credit, they did send me a tracking email. They're like, your product has shipped and you can click this link to track it. And I click the link and it opens up this thing called like 17 all or whatever. And it's very clearly a, a shipping tracker from another country. And I have never seen before and all of my shipping updates are in Chinese which of course I've you know went into Google Translator and it's all like arrived at like airport is like all it says and I'm like oh no and again this was like two months ago I bought this in the beginning of yeah, October yeah you'll get it by spring and I still haven't seen it and the last update I had on 
on this particular thing was from uh, November 11th. It, it had arrived at the Los Angeles airport. That's the last. That's the last. And I'm like, man, Wait, that's good. Well, listen, I, here, here's part of me wants to believe it's in transit and it will actually get to me. And it just takes a while because it's in China and it takes forever to get there. But another part of me still checks my bank account every every six hours to make sure I didn't do something stupid and open myself up to something well, that should have been done. PayPal is pretty good about not. I would hope getting so. involved in that sort of stuff. But they still, usually make it pretty easy. I, I don't. I mean, I hope it comes to me. But I'm also I'm I'm at the point now where I guarantee that when it comes to me, it's going to be like a doll set or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> now, what happens if it gets here and it's legit? I will be amazed, and, and I will I will follow up. I'll let you know yeah, if it is. Yeah, like, and I know it's legit, and it's nice, and you got it for sixty bucks. I would be over the moon, but I also know that when it gets there, it's just going to be a big box, and I'm going to put together. So the odds of me screwing it up are fairly high as nah, well. But propane tank, no big deal. I still should have known better. I regretted the purchase. I mean, if it comes through, it's amazing and it's great. But if it doesn't, I mean, there are so many warning signs that I looked upon the second view. I was like, what a moron. Why did I click this link? What an idiot. Honest, you've done this many times. I uh, know. This is the first time I've ever done something like I this. I get a Big Trouble Little China poster that says otherwise. <laughs> well, to be fair, I paid much more for that Big Trouble Little China poster than I did the patio Still furniture. Still saying it's legit. Uh, I think I got duped on that one. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your me getting ripped off update. Uh, we are going to do your bearded badass next on the X-Rocks. It's <laughs> Presented by The Beardsmith on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And hey, The Beardsmith has a location in Canyon County in Caldwell. You should check that out. Uh, also, uh, things are going very smoothly there at the Garden City location. So you can get your uh, your uh, appointments scheduled at thebeardsmith.com. Plus, they've got a lot of great product. Uh, beard grease that they make especially is amazing. So uh, the holidays are coming up. Might not be a bad idea for that bearded person that you know. Uh, this gentleman gentleman defines badass. In fact, he would hate being called a gentleman and would prefer you call him names that I cannot say on the radio. During a majority of his time in the Navy, unlike a lot of sailors, Commander Marchinko wore a beard, as most Special Forces operators were given the opportunity to circumvent the code of grooming etiquette. I'm, of course, talking about Richard Demo Dick Marchinko, the Rogue Warrior, another one of his nicknames, uh, and he joined the Navy at 18 in 1958. In 1961, he graduated from underwater demolition training, which would eventually become known uh, as Bud's Navy SEAL training. After attending officer candidate school, he was assigned to SEAL Team 2 and then soon deployed to Vietnam. As a platoon leader in Vietnam, Marchinko and his SEALs were so successful the North Vietnamese Army took notice. His assault on EO, EO Island was called the most successful SEAL operation in the Mekong Delta, and during his second tour, Marchinko and SEAL Team 2 teamed up with Army Special Forces during the Tet Offensive at Chow Dock. The SEALs rescued hospital personnel caught in the crossfire as an all-out urban brawl raged around them. And because of Marchinko's daring uh, and success, the NVA, the North Vietnamese Army, placed a $100,000 bounty on his head, payable to anyone who could prove they killed the SEAL leader. Obviously, that never happened. And in 1980, at the rank of commander, he was tasked with creating a counter-terrorist SEAL team. He created SEAL Team 6 and would be their commander for the next three years until the Deputy Chief of Navy ordered me to create a top-secret team to test the vulnerability of naval installations across the globe. This team would be called Red Cell. Marchinko took all of his counter-terror knowledge and unleashed hell on Navy installations for the next few years. He did it so well that he embarrassed a number of high-ranking Navy personnel, which would ultimately cost him his career in the Navy. He made a lot of enemies within the ranks, and on March, 19, or March of 
1990, was found guilty of defrauding the government over the price of hand grenades bought from contractors. Marchinko claimed it was just a witch hunt. After serving his time, he wrote a biography called Rogue Warrior, uh, which became a bestseller. He then started writing fiction novels, created a security company called Red Cell. And while his career ended in controversy, one thing is clear. His devotion and lead from the front style endured him to the men he commanded. And yesterday, he turned 80 years old. A true American hero and a bearded badass. Richard Demo Dick, Sharkman of the Delta, Rogue Warrior, Marchinko. You read all of his books, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, you like his stuff? Absolutely. Do you think he did what got him in trouble? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. He he admits to doing some some unsavory things, but it was it, you know the in, the thing that you you'll read, especially from a lot of you know he he didn't go to Annapolis, he didn't go to the academy. He became an officer through Officer Candidate School. And what you find with a lot of people in the, in the um, in the military in general is bureaucracy is bureaucracy wherever there is in the Navy. He felt that there was a lot of that going on, and it's particular when he was in in. Uh, uh, you know, uh, SEAL Team Six. The equipment sometimes just wasn't the best, so he would have they would have to find where the best stuff was, and he would use money to do that, and that's what got him into trouble. Essentially, gotcha. um, it wasn't like he was taking you know money for himself. It was to provide for equipment so his men wouldn't get killed in the line of duty. Um, and he made a lot of enemies with the stuff he did. I mean, Red Cell is a book that is kind of fiction because they couldn't talk about it, but you know they claim that they stole nuclear weapons and all kinds of things from naval installations across the world, and that's going to you know put a bad mark in a lot of you know admirals. Yeah. Career, so wouldn't you're, be the first time you're, you're, it wouldn't be the first time you heard about that. I mean, there's a bunch of other things, but either way, he did a lot of great things while he was in the Navy. There's your bearded badass. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J coming up. Some important stuff. We got to get somebody some money, at least hopefully, with a little thing called the X Double Dare. That's coming up. We'll give you the category here in a few as well. On the morning after with Nick and Big J, the important stuff is brought to you by. The Advocate's Injury Attorneys. Didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Big J, there's a lot of things that are in trouble as we move forward as a society. But one thing that maybe you weren't banking on that may not have a lasting impression that you thought just five years ago is sports, pal. I mean, uh, sports is in real trouble, at least with the younger generations. The further younger you get, the less people care about sports. And I'm talking about sports in general. We all know, uh, hell, you're a 40, mid-40s-year-old dude, and you don't care about baseball anymore. Uh, there's a lot of people that fall in that category, but it's not just baseball that's in trouble. It's all sports. And if you look across the timeline of people that are avid sports fans or those that are incredibly engaged in whatever sport that you pick, be it football, basketball, baseball, soccer, whatever, you will find that the younger people get, the less they care about it. And the people that are really invested in it that play the fantasy football are those that are in their 30s, their 40s, and sometimes their late 20s. But the younger you get, the less people are involved in it. Generation Z, that's people born between uh, 1992 and 2007, just 23% of them say that they are huge sports fans. That is 19% lower than millennials, 42%. And you know what? About 76% of Gen Xers and baby boomers say they identify as avid as sports fans, which is a lot. And when you think about it, they're probably right, Big J. I know my kids could give a rat's ass about sports. Yours? Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. Uh, they don't care. Is there some kind of, like, I, I guess, comparison to any other thing you can think of? 
that when it comes to generations and how they just you know don't care about something that has been a big deal maybe farming <laughs> radio uh, yeah, well, you say that, but it survived TV. It survived no, a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm, well, listen, I'm not telling you sports is going to go anytime soon either. I'm just r- telling right, you. Right, but, but the correlation, yeah. But I mean, it, it, it's something in the past and seeing a direct, you know, I mean, obviously the world is changing and technology, you know, makes it a certain way. But I'm like, is there anything that, that, that a generation has decided, you know what, we're going to move on from this and not really be a part of it anymore? Oh, I'm sure there's there's tons of things that, that are any of that kind of stuff. I mean, if you want to talk about, you know, mom and pop stores, those are things that used to be generational things handed down from one to the other that just have gone the way of the dodo because people either lost passion or something else came in and took its place. And that's what's happening with all this stuff. Yeah, what's going to take sports place then? Well, listen, TikTok and and social networking and things that have that kind of, you know, fandom. I mean, when you think about it, what has replaced sports is things that young people are fans of. It is video gamers. It is Twitch. It is TikTokers. It is influencers. It is those kind of things that they follow. That's why you can have cons about that stuff. Do you know what I mean? Uh, about all that kind of thing. You can have a Twitch con and you can have, you know, a, a, a that kind of stuff that people really do have fandoms for. And so there's that. But also, I believe that it's just one of those things where sports, just like everything else, is now a competitor for our attention. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many other things out there that we have that are at our fingertips that we can do, that we can be involved in, that we can check out, that sports becomes an afterthought. And when we were kids... And as we grew up and as we had developed these fandoms to these teams, the reason why we, we watch football is because that's all that was going on on Sundays, man. You would sit around with yeah. your family and you would watch football and that became indoctrinated into you as something that you would do. And that's just not a thing, even though you may want your kids to sit around and watch football with you on Sundays because that's what you did. They have other stuff going on that they're more they want to pay more attention to. And so while the ratings continue to go up and they're just fine, the reality of it is there's going to need something that they're going to need to do to hold the younger audience. Why do you think football's teaming up with Nickelodeon, man? They're trying. They're trying to get this splat stuff and get well, kids. Well, they're trying more than baseball's trying. Well, yeah, well, baseball's a mess when it comes to attention spans. There's no doubt about that. But it is a consequence of the culture we exist in. Big J, if you, may, if you want to use that quote, you can't. But that's the way it goes. It just made me one of those things where now, again, to say sports is never going to go away. There will always be soccer. There will always be football. There will always be this kind of stuff. We're just saying the audience may shrink a little bit as we age ourselves up and people like you and me start dying off, Big J. No. Senior night on the blue ended up doing pretty good. Uh, Boise State blew out New Mexico 37 to nothing. It's their first blowout really since 2015 and uh, their fourth consecutive win of the season. Broncos now improved to 7-4, and 4-2 four, four and two in the conference. Look to wrap things up with a win against San Diego State on the road this particular weekend. Colts, Ravens, Browns, Texans, Vikings, Dolphins, Eagles, football team, 49ers, Bengals, Chiefs, Cardinals, Chargers, all victors yesterday on the gridiron giants buccaneers tonight on monday night football lebron james threw a cheap shot big j got ejected from the game in detroit yesterday uh threw an elbow at isaiah stewart not only that but opened up a wound on his face i mean it was like an mma fight uh then isaiah stewart started to go after him i thought we we're gonna have a you know malice at the palace number two 
they were running at him, or he was running at him anyway. LeBron James was not having any of it, but he wanted to beat his ass after the cheap shot. I'll put it that way. Uh, LeBron James did get ejected from the game. Second time that's only happened in his 19-year career, but it was a pretty big cheap shot. And he opened up a pretty gaping wound, so you can understand why he wanted to throw hands. You understand? Yeah, I don't think he meant to hurt him like that. Well, dude, you don't throw elbows uh, for fun. Well, yeah, you throw them when you're uh, rebounding. Uh, no, you don't. That's, well, you that's, should. That is a foul, and you certainly don't do it up towards the face. That that He legitimately threw that elbow hoping to hit him, and he did. I don't think he wanted to open up a cut on his eye. No. But I definitely think he wanted to elbow him and say, hey, knock it off. And uh, that didn't work. He ended up actually hurting him so we'll see what ends up happening if there's any additional punishment either way lebron's a big baby i mean he wouldn't didn't do his presser afterwards oh yeah nobody wants to take responsibility for your bad actions hey it's been a uh a a while since we've had a story like this where you know i want to say about four years ago it seemed like every other day we had a west scantlin story but we have another one dude oh man he walked off stage mid-concert on saturday night what happened uh the band was playing in green bay wisconsin and the singer started complaining about the venue's lights uh basically he said i don't know why the lights have to be blinding me for the whole show now I can see all you people, but if you guys are standing up here where I'm at right now, it's like an effing flashlight blinking in your effing face. And I don't think that's effing cool, really. And then he cursed out the lighting technician. And he walked off in the middle of their fourth song, never to be seen from again. That's a bad sign, man. I know. I was going to say he was all nice and clean, but he, the only time he, he, he walks off on the sauce, is when things go wrong. Uh, and not only that, but uh, he was also 30 minutes late to the venue. So these are the warning signs that we have that Wes Scantling could be in trouble. Call again. his sponsor. So don't be surprised if we see a couple of string of these uh, kind of situations because last time it was a whole roller coaster ride. Uh, again, great guy when he's sober, but uh, tough guy to deal with when he is uh, on whatever he decides to, whatever his drug of choice is, alcohol or otherwise. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Here's traffic. Hey, next we're going to do the X-Double Dare. Big J, what is the topic of quiz questions today? The topic of quiz questions today is soft drinks. All right. How much is your knowledge of soda worth to you? Could it be $200? Could it be $100? Could it be $50? Could it be nothing? You be the judge. I yelled at on Friday, Big J. Apparently, we're giving away too much money. They think I'm making the questions too easy. Agree or disagree? Uh, I mean, it's a crapshoot. I did get in trouble. So, uh, we are giving away too much money. Did I change the questions? No. No, I didn't. Uh, and so, we will see what happens. I want you to win money. That's that's the idea behind this whole thing. So, I wish you the best of luck. But you're going to have to know a little bit about soft drinks in order to pull that off. That's coming up. X Double Dare on 100.3. The X rocks yeah let's try to get somebody some money that's the idea anyway with the x double dare today's caller x is brandon hey brandon good morning man how are you morning good how are you doing excellent excellent we'd like you to win some money here with the x double dare the idea is we have three questions they're all double or nothing you risk the money that you have won in order to try to get two hundred dollars the questions do get progressively more difficult at least in theory and the category is what big j soft drinks brandon how much do you know about soda uh a fair bit hopefully all right we're about to find out my pop Pop, it's true. Uh, pop, soda, whatever you want to call it. Soft drinks. Either way, that's the category today. Uh, good luck, sir. Here comes Big J with your $50 question. What does the RC in RC Cola stand for? Here, i got some choices for you. Ronald okay. Crimp, 
Royal Crown, or Rum Cola? Royal Crown. Right. Royal Crown is correct. Royal Crown is the actual title, and you've got $50, Brandon. You can take that $50 and walk, or you can try to double it up for $100 with a more difficult question. What would you like to do? Let's double it up. All right. All right, here for 100 bucks. Which very popular soda was originally an elixir, which contained cocaine, caffeine, and alcohol? Coca-Cola. Right. That is $100 in your back pocket, my man. Uh, you can take that and walk, or you can risk it all double or nothing style for $200. What would you like to do, Brandon? Let's go all the way. All right, dude. What product did Coke market beginning in 1972 to compete directly with Dr. Pepper? Mr. Pip. Right. Well CJ's done. favorite soda no, gets it's you $200. Congratulations. You knew something about soda after all. Uh, that is money in your pocket, and there you go. Good job, man. That is 200 bucks for Brandon, today's winner for the X-Double Dare. Two more shots at this same category. Soft drink's going to be the category all day. It's going to happen today at 1230 with Jason Drew and then 530 with Adam. So tune in to try to win your share of the cash. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We are going to go to hell. That is next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. To the internet we go for today's We're Going to Hell story. And today's story is a unique one, whereas it's not really so much about the story as it is the reaction to the story that makes it a We're Going to Hell oh boy. candidate. Because the story uh, begins innocently enough. It begins, and like most things today, it begins on TikTok with a post from a flight attendant, Big J that posted some travel hacks for people like you and me. Yeah, And, nice. you know, some of that stuff was pretty interesting. She posted three. The first one was, you know, in each airline bathroom uh, on an airplane. They have a secret compartment where there are women's sanitary napkins in case you are having an emergency, which is good information to know. And kind of she pointed out where that would be. The other uh, thing, travel hack that the flight attendant pointed out was the fact that uh, it's a never a good idea to take the first offer if they've oversold the flight, if that makes sense. You know, you've heard the, the pages before like, hey, this flight is oversold. We're looking for volunteers. Yeah. We'll give you a $200 voucher and uh, we'll give you a night's hotel. Uh, don't ever take the first one. Let them sweat it out a little bit because I, I, you've, I'm sure you've heard this as well. Like they'll do three, four announcements. And sometimes I think the one last one I heard, it was a couple uh, months ago, but last one I heard uh, was oversold coming back here to Boise. They offered up like $2,000 and a night in a hotel. We've taken an offer before. Uh, we didn't have a choice. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but we did get an offer, yes. yes. No, because there was an opportunity even on that trip to, to take another offer, right? Right. When we that got was for the, you. The following morning. Right, exactly. Uh, that it happened and it didn't work out. But, yes, uh, taking the first offer is never a good idea. If you have the flexibility to change your schedule, let them sweat, and usually you'll get a pretty good amount. But the third one is what's causing all the controversy. The third travel hack that she had for airline passengers was anybody can use the first-class bathroom. Basically, uh, you, you think that there's some sort of cutoff to it, but really, as long as you are not standing in the galley, you are free to use any bathroom yeah, I, on the plane. I'm surprised people didn't know that. Well, a lot of people didn't know I that. I see people doing that. Well, I spent a lot of time in first class recently. Yes, so. this is why we are going to talk like, about this. Get out of my bathroom! You know, first of all, a lot of people didn't know that you could do that. And the other part of it, the, the responses were people that regularly flew in first class were very upset that this lady had shared the trick Shh. 
to it. They're like, hey, listen, stay out of our bathroom, man. And uh, even a couple of commenters said, hey, the whole reason why I buy first class is so they don't have to share a bathroom with the pores. Why are you letting these people know that they can have the first class bathroom? And you, Big J, as a first class passenger, does that bother you that anybody can use your bathroom? No, because my fat ass ain't getting into the bathroom anyways. <laughs> I don't got no problems with it. Help yourselves. <laughs> I don't care if it's a 15-hour flight. I'm not using the restroom. <laughs> oh, no. Well, uh, that's one first-class traveler's opinion. Others don't seem to have that. They're very upset that they're, that, that uh, she had shared that information. And a lot of people were like, yeah, this is common knowledge. But a lot more people were like, yeah, you know. Well, I think part of it is because they have that partition. You know what I mean? When the curtains go down, you feel like you can't pass that curtain. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, I see. And so that is what makes people think about it. But also, it does make it difficult to know if you're going to be standing up or not. You know what I mean? If that curtain is up, you could go barreling into first class, I suppose, and try to maneuver your way into their bathroom. But that may not be the case. They may ask you to go back to your seat if you are standing in first class because that's they won't allow. They'll allow you to stand back in the back of the plane and wait, but they won't allow it up in first class. So now you know. It's okay, and of course, according to Big J, first-class traveler expert, expert, it's fine with him. You can use the first-class bathroom, but not all first-class passengers feel that way. I want you to know that. You I, could, I, I understand, You yes. could draw the ire of the rich folk up in first class. Uh, Get to, myself kicked out, I understand. <laughs> to make Yes, exactly. Uh, your fellow first-class passengers may not enjoy that as much as you do. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your We're Going to Hell story. The important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to get into an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Science rules again, Big J. If you have kids and you've noticed that your parents are really nice to those kids of yours, and you go, man, they really seem to get along (laughs) with those kids way better than, than when I was a kid. Like, they treat them better, buy them stuff, always really nice to them. Yeah, what jerks. the hell's going on? Uh, turns out you're not crazy, and science has proven that grandparents, just like their grandkids more than their own kids, is really what it boils down to. Yeah, it's like, ah, I screwed up. It's a do-over. <laughs> or they're like, hey, listen, they're not in my house. I can at least spoil them for the couple of days yeah, that I see them. It's like you get all the great parts. Like, you know, we have a dog in the house, but it's not, you know, the wife and I's puppy. It's our kid's puppy. So we're the grandparent of the dog, so we can, you know, hang out with the dog, but then ultimately it's their job to make sure that they take care of the dog. Yeah, it's almost like if if you and Big J think that that dog is an actual real child, that's what other people are dealing with. Yeah. They found that grandma and grandpa's brains show way more empathy and love when it comes to their grandchildren, viewing photos of them anyway, than viewing photos of their own children, especially as adults. Uh, researchers say the cute factor of young kids also plays a role in the results. I'm not sure if the cute factor of the dog does. It ultimately showed a stronger emotional response to the grandchildren. So basically what it means is you're not crazy. Your grandparent, your parents are treating your kids better than they treated you. That's just the way that the world works. And yes, a part of it probably is because uh, they don't have to deal with their kids on a regular basis like they did with you. And the other part of it is, hey, you know what? Take it as a positive. That means your kids are so damn cute they can't resist it, right? Yeah. So it's a win for everybody. 
but you're not going crazy if you think your parents are different around your kids than they were around you. It's just the way it works. Big win on Saturday night for the Boise State team as they close out the home schedule with a 37-0 blowout of New Mexico. The Lobos came in, and they didn't score a single point. They were down to their third-string quarterback, who I believe was their equipment manager two weeks ago, which is never a good sign. Uh, it was a nice win for Boise State, their fourth in a row. They improved the 7-4 and four on the season, 4-2 and two in the Mountain West. Big game coming up against San Diego State to wrap up the regular season. Colts routed the Buffalo Bills yesterday. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is a real man and a good running back. Five touchdowns for him. Austin Eckler, four touchdowns for the Los Angeles Chargers last night to defeat the Pittsburgh Steelers 41-37. Justin Herbert didn't suck either. He looked pretty good for the Chargers as the Steelers had no solution for them. Cardinals big over the Seahawks. Uh, Their season may be in the dumper. Cowboys took one on the chin against the Kansas City Chiefs 19-9. Chiefs defense actually stifled that Cowboys offense. First time this season you could say that. And, of course, uh, the other big uh, kind of, I guess, upset of the day would be the Texans beating the Tennessee Titans 22-13. to Tennessee coming into the game, the number one seed in the AFC, uh, no longer the case. you got the Giants of Tampa Bay on your TV for Monday Night Football tonight. Uh, Luke Walton is out as head coach of the Sacramento Kings. He has been fired. Alvin Gentry, the assistant head coach, is going to take off on, on an interim basis. Uh, he, they were 6-11 and 11 this year, although I do believe that uh, the Kings' problems are much deeper than their head coach position. And looks like all is well between Scarlett Johansson and Marvel again. Uh, she is going to be involved in another Marvel project. That's all we really know. According to the American Cinematique Awards, which they were putting on over the weekend, Kevin Feige was sitting down and talking about things, and he says that they're already working on another non-Black Widow-related, top-secret Marvel Studios project with her as a producer. So she's teaming up with them behind the scenes. I'm guessing it probably has something to do with uh, either Florence Pugh or uh, the Red Guardian could be involved in some way, shape, or form. But clearly the parties have moved on for the uh, the arguments that they were getting into about the whole uh, Scarlett Johansson well, and the money involvement. So. Remember that case was ultimately settled yes, abruptly? of course. This is probably part of that settlement. Probably, like, hey, you're right. We'll make you producer on a couple movies. You'll get your money. Yeah, that it's way. basically like handing her a bunch of cash down the road. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing Scarlett Johansson's not going to put in a lot of footwork and legwork when it comes to producing the movie. I don't know. She's actually produced a couple things. But she's also starred in those things. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it's a little bit different when you're doing that kind of stuff and you're on the set every day. I'm wondering how it'll be if she's just kind of, you know, put in on as a title. Listen, I'm not saying it's a bad thing and I'm not saying she doesn't work her ass off. I'm just saying this is probably, you're right, a deal to get her a little bit of extra money down the road. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. We got your pop culture smackdown. They may have some Scarlett Johansson stuff attached to it there as well because you know what? It's her birthday, Big J. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, yes, and we have for you some tickets to Gore. They're coming to the Ning Factory here on the 27th, so we'll get you set up for that show. Please wear something you don't mind throwing away. Yes, it will be covered in something by the end of that show. Uh, Guar <laughs> is always a fun show, though. If you want to go free of charge, now would be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. Our little Thanksgiving gift to you could be a trip to check out Guar this Saturday at the Knitting Factory. But you have to defeat Big J if you want to pull that off. Do you think you can do that? We'll no. see. You're going to have to do some Scarlett Johansson stuff. Hello, the X. Ooh. 
Oh, my. Hi. Hi, good morning. What's your name, please? Santana. All right, Santana, you're up first. Which Marvel character has Scarlett Johansson played? Black Widow. That is correct. Right. Big J, which current Saturday Night Live cast member is Scarlett Johansson married to? Oh, boy. Um. Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, wow. Not a clue. Not even a clue. No guess. No guess. Can you name I, a current Saturday Night Live? Pete Davidson. <laughs> right. That's good That's enough. It. But it is not the answer Wrong. that we are looking for. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Michael Che, Colin Jost, or Mikey Day, Big J. Jost. Jost. Uh, Jost. Right. Uh, is the correct answer. That name sounds familiar. Uh, How long has he been on Saturday Night Live? Oh gosh, forever. For, yeah, I mean, like at least six or seven years. Congratulations there. That's all it takes, Santana, for you to be the victor. Big J didn't know anything about Scarlett Johansson's real life, so you get the actual victory. Congratulations. Please enjoy Guar this Saturday. That should be fun. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do a run of headlines. Those are happening next on the X Rock. Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda, the pre-owned superstore. Need a car loan do-over? Then... Check out the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know the one you hear about all the time on the X? It's right there for you at the website, GoTeamMazda.com. Check it out for yourself. Headlines are as follows. It's all happening. Shake it off. And because, of course, that's how we react. Shake it off. Next time you're mad Instagram isn't working the way you want it to, just shake your phone, Big J, vigorously. (laughs) Seriously, Instagram has introduced a brand new Rage Shake feature that allows users to shake their mobile devices if they run into technical difficulties. And then shaking your screen triggers a pop-up which allows users to follow up any issue they experience. There's also a new feature for iOS users who want to delete a single photo out of a carousel, which the Instagram head calls a finally feature, not available for Android yet, as they again are cherry-picking stuff. But at least you can raid shake, Big J. But will you actually follow through and put together like an actual, you know, complaint form? I don't know. But it may make you feel better. Who knows? <laughs> it's all happening or because, of course, that's how we react. It's all happening. Seems like a kid's dream come true. But Michael Pick is an engineer and he took inspiration from his childhood to break the Guinness World Record. He has built the world largest Nerf gun, Big J. Earned the record by building a version of the Nerf and Strike Elite and Longshot CS6 that measures 12 feet 6 inches long. That's 300% larger than the original toy. His final creation launches darts made from PVC pipe, foam, and 3D printed caps at the speeds of about 50 miles an hour, which means it would really hurt if you got hit by one of these Nerf darts. They can travel a maximum distance about 250 feet, but if it gets you, it'll leave quite the welt. It's not, like, akin to being hit with a paintball, but he says it's pretty close. So, that doesn't sound fun. No, Like, remember how Nerf was supposed to be fun as a kid? (laughs) None of this seems fun. And I guess that's what makes it less entertaining. But, listen, he's in the Guinness Book of World Records, which is more than I could say. So, congratulations. We'll wrap it up with, because, of course, that's how we react. There was an accident Friday morning on a Southern California freeway. Not a normal accident, however. This accident was a armored truck that accidentally one of the doors popped open on the back of and bags of cash fell out of the armored truck. Now, this seems like a story out of a movie, and it's much more, I guess, 
bad than a movie because everybody stopped on the freeway and then just started grabbing cash, you know? They all thought, hey, free money on the freeway. And so there are videos of people where $20 bills are in their hand and they, they've got hands fulls of cash. Run. Uh, right. And and you think that's that's the way you react or you think free money, but the reality of it is it, it's just pointless. Three people arrested at the scene for trying to steal the money already. And the other ones are already warned that, listen, none of this stuff isn't filed away. Well, like they I, have I this was just trying to help you guys get it collected. Right. They have the serial numbers for all of this money that was taken. And the CHP and the FBI are already like, listen, we have these. You might as well come forward. We have footage usually of a bunch of people that took money. You're going to be caught original, uh, no matter what. So the more you hold on to this money or if you try to spend it, we're going to catch you. So why not come forward and face the actual charges now? Because now everybody who's taken the money has left the scene, which has committed a crime. The crime's already happened. The question is, do you get in trouble for trying to spend it, or do you just get in trouble for taking it? But the reality of the situation is that's a no-win for you as a commuter. If you pull over and try to take that money, you're just you're asking for jail time. Hey, listen, it seems like me, you should you should keep your money in your truck, misters. No, you're right. I, I mean, you would think there are fail-safes against that kind of stuff. Not only, like, if the doors do happen to magically come open, like, the, the first thing to spill out would not be bags of money. But here we are. Uh, somebody needs to watch the Guy Ritchie movie, Big J. That'll teach him what to do with armored trucks, right? Yeah, the wrath of man. Morning after with Nikki Big J. There's your important uh, headlines, as it were. We have got your bad impressions and more coming up. That is the latest from Volbeat. That is called Shotgun Blues. Reminder, that band is coming to town, man, the 28th of January. It's just in a couple of months, and they're here with Ghost, which is going to be a crazy banana show at the Idaho Center. Tickets are available right now at xrock.com. And I suppose, Big J, holiday time is here, which means people want to rip you off, right? Well, no, no, not, not rip off at all. Uh, it, but it's it's time for people to uh, buy their presents for their kids, man. Uh, Black Friday is coming up here and Cyber Monday and uh, a survey here recently of parents found that, you know, they're trying to do their best to uh, get ready for the holiday and try to keep it as normal as they can, uh, you know, post what we had last year. And so a study of 2,000 parents of children under 12 uh, found some interesting things. One that really blew me away, dude. And this is, I don't know if this is the case for you. You've got kids, uh, Nick, uh, 63% of parents admit that they'd happily pay less for expensive holiday toy knockoffs. I'm trying to figure out what that means, though. Like, I mean, are you talking like a uh, like a Barbie doll knockoff, like a like a skipper kind of a thing? Or is it like a legitimate generic thing to like a PlayStation gaming console or something? No, it's even sketchier than that. Okay. Uh, Forty percent of those who said they'd, they'd be interested in knockoffs were people who admitted that they viewed age uh, labels on toys as suggestions instead of legitimate warnings. So a nearly uh, 7 in 10 would give their child a toy recommended for older children because they think they're mature enough to play with a more challenging toy, but it's totally not safe for them. Yeah, well, that seems like a bad idea. Well, you have to understand, you know, in my in my world, safety is paramount. Yes. So anything that 
can be uh, dropped or uh, broken easily or something that isn't made well is just not something that is an option for me. And so I, I, I certainly, uh, at least I, go for the more stable, probably better built toy than I would the generic one just because of sheer manufacturing side of things, if that makes sense. Yeah, plus the off-brands, I guess, legitimate toy makers and retailers work year-round to ensure the safety of products that they offer families. Yeah. So uh, parents and caregivers are encouraged to buy age-appropriate toys for their children to avoid uh, purchasing counterfeits. That's where it comes. So if you don't see those labels on there on toys, that means it's probably not from the real deal. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, I don't know if I've ever run across the thing where I'm like, I'm not going to pay that much for a Tickle Me Elmo. I want to get, like, the generic knockoff kind of a thing. that Tickle that, Me Ralph. Yeah, that's something like uh, some sort of equivalent to it. And I, I don't think I've ever done anything like that, at least not in my memory. But listen, man, also around this time, toys can be stupid expensive. And, and But also, I, I feel like, you know, I was a kid once, too, and I know if I wanted, like, a legitimate toy and my parents tried to get me a knockoff, I'd be super pissed about it. Yeah, listen, don't be going buy some normal action figure when uh, I want uh, Turbo Man. Right. Okay? I like, want Turbo Man. If I wanted a Transformer and I got a GoBot, I'd be like, this is dumb. I know they do the same thing, but that's not what I want. I didn't want a GoBot. Yeah. I wanted a Transformer, man. I don't want these weird shaped blocks you put together. I want Legos. Yeah, don't give me. Don't give me these Build-A-Block stuff. Give me the name brand stuff that I had asked for. And I sure I might play with it for a second, but you knew and I know the real truth that you couldn't find it or you didn't want to spend the money. And so it makes me feel less than and how dare you. Yeah, those are kind of examples of that that situation. So maybe, out. I mean, it's not great. I know it can be expensive. This time of the year, it's not easy to find the stuff and you got to pony up for a lot of stuff. But uh, I think this is the time of year you got to make it count. And if you want to get them like some sort of rando knockoff thing during the rest of the year, I think you can probably pull it off. But I feel like if you're doing these things, you know, on purpose, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, altogether. don't be buying me an insignia TV. Okay, what I want a Samsung. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Those are the big boy knockoffs, Big J, and I think that's a different, uh, you know, money level altogether. But yes, that's probably a good comparison. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions are coming up next. It is the X-Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X. Yeah, coming up tomorrow night at the Olympic, Nick, we've got Baroness coming into town. Uh, they are an awesome band. Uh, there's a great chance for the, you to see them in a smaller venue. We've got those tickets for you here if you can figure out bad impressions. Uh, if you've been to the Free X show, they were uh, hosted. It, you know it's going to be a fantastic time. So if you want to go to the show free of charge, now would be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works like this. Big J has a celebrity in his mind and in his heart. He has written three clues about that celebrity, and you have to guess who he is based on those clues. Get it done, and you're going to a concert on us. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Good morning, man. You are up first. Good luck to you. Here we go. My cat, Nacho, has so many social media followers, I decided to get into the pet food business. Uh, next. I've been on Food Network for 25 plus years as an Iron Chef, teaching you how to grill and oh, brunch. Uh, one more. I have a famous burger joint called Bobby's Burgers. Bobby Flay. Hey, he got it. Good job, together. man. Hang on one second. And I was serious, I guess. You do have this man in your heart. 
Uh, why is Bobby Flay in the news? Yeah, why why did you say that? Because uh, you love him. You yeah. do love Bobby Flay. He's I, in your I heart. do. I do. I do like Bobby Flay. I don't know. I love Guy Fieri, but I, I like Bobby Flay. And uh, you know what? You told me this news. I hadn't even seen it yet. Uh, that uh, you know, for a while there, uh, Bobby Flay looked like he was leaving the Food Network. They couldn't come to uh, terms on a contract extension. And uh, here it is. Uh, the news came down that uh, they uh, probably. Gave him a bunch more money than he uh, than he was asking for, uh, or at least that they were meeting up with and Discovery Food Network and all of them made a big uh, uh, contract negotiation successful here. So Bobby's going to stick around for another few years. Yes, so uh, he's not going anywhere. So those shows, although they still listen, they would probably air the repeats no matter what. That's probably part of the previous deal. It's not like the older shows he recorded would go anywhere, but. It is nice to know that uh, one of the icons of the network isn't leaving, which makes you, I imagine, pretty happy. What are the shows of his that you like? Yeah, uh, Beat Bobby Flay. I mean, that's on the regular, really. And uh, he pops up on some special programming here and there. But, you know, I mean, I, I just the other night, I was like, I was about to tweet out uh, how I'd miss Beat Bobby because you see so many different techniques. And uh, I found one that I was like, man, I need to remember to use that the next time because it makes life so much simpler. Uh, and it's just the kind of thing you can pick up from watching a show like that. What was the technique? Uh, well, with a piping bag, I always make a terrible damn mess of holding the bag in my hand and trying to fill it. Uh-huh. And in this particular case, he put it into a container and wrapped it around the container and then just dolled stuff into the container. Oh, there you go. Uh, but either way, uh, you know, he wants to push the bra- ba- boundaries and uh, Warner Brothers, uh, it, you know, they're merging with uh, Discovery Media and it's going to be a huge deal. They'll be have a lot more access to doing different things. And he wants to do some different stuff uh, and, and move in the, along the future, not just kind of these shows that they've been doing over and over. So like uh, Bobby Flay's Justice League? Yeah, essentially. Him and uh, Soup and, and Batman. Oh, I thought you meant soup like the dish. No, no, but that's a great play. Best soups with soup. Man. All right, that's enough. You you had the win, and then you went too far. You Morning After win. with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the x Rock. Uh-huh. There's the Papa Roach for you. Kill the noise. Wrapping up the Morning After with Nick and Big J on this Monday. Well, we gave away another 200 bucks. That's always a good thing. Uh, courtesy of a little thing called the X Double Dare. Uh, we will have two more chances at that today. 12.30 with Jason Drew. 5.30 today with Adam. So make sure you're part of the fun. We also had a chance to give away some Guard tickets, some Baroness tickets. More of that tomorrow as those shows get closer. In fact, last chance at Baroness tickets tomorrow. But that does leave you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, you like beer, Nick. I love beer. Uh, and we've been there in St. Louis at the Anheuser-Busch uh, Brewery. That's true. We and were there. They've decided they're going to resume brewing a beer that hasn't uh, been brewed in a hundred years. So nobody's tasted this beer in a hundred years. They announced they're bringing back its original brew, the St. Louis Lager, which it produced from 1850 until the 1900s. Does it say why they stopped? <laughs> no, uh, it doesn't, actually. It will be available in its original recipe during the holiday season at Anheuser-Busch's Lew- uh, St. Louis uh, Beer Garden. Oh, that's the only place you can grab it? I guess so, yeah. Right. So very limited edition brew. I wonder if there's a reason. That would make me think there is a reason why they have it. Yeah, I, I, and it feels like if I had that, I would it would kill me because I'm <laughs> yes. allergic to beer. Like, Probably would be very hoppy or something else. Uh, it is the hops that you're allergic to, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it would probably be that then. That would uh, do you in. But uh, if you want to make the pilgrimage just to try it, I guess you can. Uh, Chalk that up with space beer and everything else that's out there that's specially brewed just for you. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it for us. Jason Drew's coming in next. We shall see you tomorrow. Have a good one. It is the X-Rocks.